Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. Thank you for joining us, Sue Hall, Corey Place. Why, hello, hey. Jessica Bennett. Hi, Corey. Hi. Hey. How you doing? Thanks for being here, guys. I think we celebrated a few weeks ago hitting 3 million downloads, which is such a freaking thrill. Thank Huge. you to all of you. Should we say for that again? 3 listening. million? 3 million. 3 million downloads. Yeah. All because of you Crazy. guys listening to this to this. Podcast jokers just talking, just talking about interior design. <laughs> and thank you for all of the sweet comments. Oh my goodness. We've had so many kind comments come in. We so appreciate mm-hmm. your reviews. And when you leave a note and it helps us get better and know what you guys are liking and also what you're not liking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's so fun too to read the reviews and see like they're from the UK. They're from Australia. They're from Ireland. Canada, like Bahrain. all these Bahrain, you guys, we are reigning in Bahrain. Yes. Number one yes. in Bahrain. Yes. Thank you for Look listening to us. <laughs> we it's love amazing. you. We're going to go and tour. And that's the first place we're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bahrain. Oh, for sure. I love it. Oh, I love it. So, yeah. um, talk to us about what's going on in your lives, you guys. Man, uh, summer is killing me as far as sleep schedule goes. Uh-huh. I have a two-year-old, everyone. So yes. yeah, that's just been a nightmare because she wants to stay up because the sun is up and then she sleeps horrible. So she's waking up at five o'clock in the morning. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I know everyone's Seven? so excited about yeah. like nice weather and all this stuff. I'm like, it's I'll, just the I'll, I'll never take, ending days. Again. Yeah. The days really is the never end. <laughs> I'll take sleep again for 200. Yes, yes. please. Thank you. Yeah. Um, other than that, life is good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? I feel like speaking of kids in summer, I have five weeks left of Jane Bennett so in my sad. life. You guys, I'm going to be nice. an empty nester in five weeks. My She's daughter goes go to college. With my children every other weekend. <laughs> there we go. So excited for your sleep schedule. I would love, I would love for a toddler to wake me up right now. I'm so sad that she's leaving for college. So my daughter's going to Utah state in the fall. Suzanne and I both went to Utah state. Yep. I've got an incredible design program. Jane Bennett oh, thinks that she wants to study marketing. So we're excited about that cool. for her. She is sassy yeah. and she could sell you anything. So yes, I dare say that is the right. I feel like it's the right fit. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for her to get up there. She'd have patience and- for a client. She'd be like, absolutely not. Your ideas are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> probably you need, you need to go to timeout while I do this. You should probably move <laughs> to New my, York. Get out of my she's way. <laughs> so direct. Yes. She should become a New Yorker, but it'll be really fun for her. We went and saw her apartment yesterday at Aggie orientation and just, um, she got to really like kind of see like a little snapshot of what her life's going to become. Is she excited? She is excited. Yeah. I feel like my mom was saying to me, we were um, down at her house this summer and she I was just like, man, Jane is just absolutely the worst version of herself right now, <laughs> you know, like she's so hard. And she goes, Jess, you don't remember this, but all six of you kids were that way right before you moved out because there's this great unknown ahead of you. Mm. And you're just kind of, you don't know what to expect. You're feeling insecure. You don't, you know what I mean? Like you have, you just completed a massive chapter of living at home. And then you've got this massive wide open. You're a freshman again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you don't, you're not going to be living at home. You don't know who your roommates are. You don't know how, what your routine's going to be. You don't know what it's like to be in college. And What's so. utilities? I know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got all these things you've got to be responsible for. You got to feed yourself. You got to do your own laundry, all these things. So I just think that, um, I don't know if this is y'all's experience that are listening, like 
what you experience with your kids before they go off to school. Hopefully they're just like extra tender and loving and cuddly, but mine has been prickly and opposite. (laughs) So anyway, but I'm feeling all of the feelings of her moving out and starting this life on her own and being like, you can't call her too often. Just like let her find her feet and, you know, reach out, make sure she's doing okay. Send a loving text every now and again. But anyway, we're just standing on this big edge of this big big, big life change. So anyway, crazy. Glad you have Lady Bennett. I know my dog. She's the best. Yes. Yeah. How about you, Sue? What's up for you? Emergency remodel is still in full force. We took a little pause um, because we thought we would be um, selling our property, but then Mm -hmm. yeah, we ended up keeping it. So I'm really happy about it, but you had to get all the contractors like reined back in with their schedules and things. So I am reining. Yes. I'm raining the back in, not like in Bahrain, but raining, <laughs> raining the cats back in yes. to try and get the, those, the party started. Those chumps to tile my bathrooms because plumbing, <laughs> plumbing's done in one of them, electrical's done in one of them. But nice. yeah, I'm definitely feeling the pains that all of you guys that are doing remodels on homes that need love, I'm feeling the pain. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready for it to be done. This gives, for sure. this gives us great empathy. I feel like yeah. when other clients are going through remodels, when we have to experience these things again for ourselves, we we've experienced them in our lifetime, but then you forget for a while. It's like being pregnant, right? Like, and you forget and they're like, we should have another baby. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, this is the worst. Why did you get me pregnant? So Susan's pregnant again with another remodel. No, I should have a therapy session like called like working moms living through remodels. Oh gosh. <laughs> living inside a remodel. Listen, <laughs> join me. a second podcast <laughs> yeah oh gosh we're good though I, yeah. yeah I pulled out the tiles and everything just to get me excited again the other day mm-hmm. so I'm excited good. it's gonna be beautiful it's like washing the baby clothes before yes. the baby comes and gets mm. you excited no. yeah amp yourself up I know and know why you're going through all this like crappy raining in of it's gonna be fine subcontractors. it's gonna be yeah. fine guys right yeah yes fine. and both of you guys good. have all your children living under your roof so that's yeah. going well too oh, and they're yeah. really cute they are really they actually cute. are all sleeping really well right now I will say cheers to you I know we're getting like a full eight nine you're lucky, night. Good. You're lucky. And it's fantastic. you deserve that yeah I mean it's like been I years. Away. it's been years <laughs> it's been years since you've slept I feel <laughs> I, yeah. I know guys I'm a morning person and a night person I hate uh-huh. I hate missing out on something so Sue like, gets FOMO in the She's a party. Way. That's where Manolo gets it from. I know. Yeah. No, I feel like I'm looking at myself. Not only like, is he blonde? Like he's me. Mm-hmm. 100% physical match, but he is me as far as his like. Need to party all the his time. Passion. Yeah. <laughs> his passion. His <laughs> passion. It's the best word for it. <laughs> oh, it's like a mirror. Oh, isn't it funny? You, you see all, you see all the flaws when you look at your children. You're like, you got that from me. See, that is what that's you think me. though. You're like, how did you get this way? And then you're like, that's right. You're me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, but things are good. Things good. are good. Boys are well. Louis turned one. He's so cute. He's so, so cute. He really is. Yep. Yeah. He's a chunky little baby. He's 96 percentile. That's insane. Congrats. I, you've heard it yeah, before, but. That is a well-fed. Still. Well-bred. Still. Beautiful stable. boy. Yep. Yes. Okay. Let's do awesome. a podcast. Let's do. You guys, today we have listener questions, which we learned is one of your favorite things. Yeah. Yes. We've, we had um, a. We did a giveaway and like. That's it. You guys had the best comments. I was going through it for the first time just the other day and screenshotting and sending them over to Jess. I'm like, look at this. Like the people love the listener questions. You guys, we did a giveaway on our Instagram. So if you're not following us, follow us on at Alice Lane home 
And that is our store side. And we do giveaways on there with some of the product that we're designing, making. If you want to see the design side, pictures of all the things and the projects we're talking about, it's at Alice Lane Interiors. So make sure and follow those. If you're like, when did you do a giveaway? I've heard every episode. It's on Instagram, not the podcast. So yes, give us a follow on that. And we gave away a cocktail table, the Luca. Yes. No, not Luca. It was Dean, the brand new cocktail table. Holy smokes. Okay. Yes. We should enter, Cora. And everybody talked about their favorite episodes on the giveaway. And it was like a love story. Suzanne and I were screenshotting and texting and back and forth to each other. Like, this is so, she's in Ireland and she's listening to us. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It was really a a great night. It felt like a payday to hear. Yep. All of the, all of your favorite episodes. But what people were saying was their favorite episodes are the listener questions. So today, today we're going to give it to you. Yes. So Corey, let's do this. Let's have you answer the question. And then you say the question. I'll ask. You ask the question. (laughs) We'll answer the question. (laughs) You guys ask, this is advice from me today. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Uh, Okay. Perfect. The first one is for Suze. It says, Suze, what are your favorite resources to source original art? from Kelly Wobbler. Kelly, we love you. Yeah, we I really want you do. to know that. Um, she is our number one question asker. Yes. So I just want to like say, Kelly, keep them coming because mm-hmm. you ask amazing questions. My favorite places for art, I love, I love going to local shows because I like meeting artists. I like people. I like art with people. And I feel like when I meet the artists, like I fall in love with their whole process all the more. So my, my number one tip to people is just like, to look for galleries around you, look for art shows around you, look for boutiques around you, try and find the artist. Mm -hmm. Um, If you fall in love with, with art, like DM them, talk to them, you know, find out the story because that's what makes art so fantastic is Mm -hmm. the story behind it. You relate to it and with your own story, Mm -hmm. because we all see something different when we look at a piece of art, but like knowing the artist is just like, you know, who like whose hands you know, use that brush, you know, and it's really fantastic. I also feel like if it's going to be in your home, then everybody that sees your art is going to say, what's the story of this? And then it will be your job to retell the story from the artist. And I feel like we've had clients before that have said, if I'm going to do original art, I need to know the artist. And so can I meet them? How do I talk to them? Cause I want to hear the story from their mouth. Cause I'm going to have to retell the story for the rest of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's great yeah. advice too. Yeah. All the better. Even when you're traveling, mm-hmm. look for gra- galleries, look for shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's an even better story. And yeah. like, usually it's indigenous to the place that you're traveling. Uh-huh. It'll remind you of that place and it'll remind you of the human that. I do think be, I feel like you should be very specific though and give them a few of your favorites, favorite places. Oh gosh. Yeah. Hold on. We might have to come back to this. I feel like you love Beehive Bazaar. You've gotten some cute sketches there. A time ago. Not anymore. Sue disagrees. Um, What about 214 Modern? You've gotten... 214 Modern. That's in High Point. Uh So if any of you guys go to High Point, follow them on Instagram. Also, you could buy something virtually from them. Yeah. And you'll find like... I don't know. For me, I found this one vendor and they had this one artist. And every time we go back, he's, they're bringing out more stuff from this artist that's no longer alive, but they keep acquiring these pieces. I'm like, oh my gosh, another one of his has color. Yeah. Usually he's sketching and now it has color. That's fantastic. I need to have, like, you feel like you need to have it. Yeah. And just be collector of people, right? Who's the guy that's blowing flames? What's that art? The little boy. Oh, Fidelis Bueller. Yeah, I will start. Let's list some artists. Fidelis yeah. Bueller. I How think do you spell really Fidelis? F I D A L I S. And Bueller's B U E. H-L-E-R, I think. Uh-huh. He's a Hawaiian artist, but he lives here in the States and he's amazing. He's really, really great. Yeah. I do love, I have several like Brian Krichisnik's. 
ones yeah. and he's great. Um, just again, a lot of people are a lot of storytelling. Caitlin Connolly, I'm listening to a lot of just like Utah artists. Caitlin's dope. Yeah. That I have. Yeah, I love and, her stuff. And she, and there's always like a narrative. Caitlin is spelled with a C and Connolly is with a C. I T L I N. Yeah. And Connolly. And I'm trying to go through my house. Frida. You're Frida Art. Yeah. That's Utah Art. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. And she does a lot of like really gloppy oil um, florals. I've taken classes from her. She's really, really great. Mm-hmm. And again, some of the other ones like I've bought um, from like estate sales. I've bought art. I've bought art at like Euro Treasures up mm-hmm. in Salt Lake. He he liquidated this estate. Speaking, remember we did a liquid uh, estate liquidation podcast? Yes. You can follow some of those and sometimes like you'll get really great original art. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't have to be expensive, guys. I think when people see original art, they assume it's expensive and you can like go to the extents of framing it to be really fantastic. But buying original art that's framed, I think, I don't know, it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to break the bank, but you get a lot of credit. Yeah, for I it. agree. So, yep. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Cool. Yeah. Next question. Next one. Um, The listener asked, would love to hear your thoughts on the best home items or any items at all to add to your wedding registry. And if there are any items you wouldn't add, that's from Aaron Sullivan. Okay. This question I thought was interesting. (laughs) We reviewed these and I was like, this would be even an interesting podcast. Like what would you, if you were getting married tomorrow, Jess, what would you register for? Mm. You know, like having lived as long as we have. And, and we kind of talked about like when you register for your wedding, that's stuff that you're probably going to have for the next five to 10 years Yeah, about. And it's okay when you like get to that point and you know, you're ready to get a new set of dishes and you're ready to get a new set of whatever, you know. I but- know this sounds weird, you guys, but I maybe registered at a local store in town. It was yeah. before like there were online registries and I don't really even know that I got anything from there. People in the nineties when I got married would just bring stuff. Mm-hmm. So literally everything in my kitchen looked like a garage sale. Nothing went with anything else. No color scheme, no matching set of Pyrex or 
I did get a salad spinner. Do you guys remember those? Oh, sure yeah. did. Yeah, I got I one, one too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I've never used. Um, you just like, you don't spin salad. I don't like get the water out of it. I guess oh, I just okay. kind of do it with paper towels. I don't think to get out the device and then you're like, now nah, I got to clean this thing and I just know. store it the device. Oh, you, it's big, right? It's big. Yeah. So I still feel like when I open my cupboards and drawers, I'm really disappointed in myself. Like I just haven't invested in lots of like matching bowl sets for baking and mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not so much serving wear. It's just like mm -hmm. all the riffraff that you're like, why on? And I probably don't even have the lid to this. It's just a total garage sale. And yeah. I started my married life like that. And it's still going it's that way. It's amazing that you're it's, still married. It started me <laughs> off on the wrong foot. I just want to say my confidence when I open my drawers is just a total nightmare to myself. Well, that's why you have nice cabinetry, though. What's strange is that now that I'm sitting here talking about this publicly, why have I not fixed it? Why have I not picked up you can't be perfect, a Jess, crate you know? and barrel catalog and just got it dialed in? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or wherever one goes. But I feel, I feel so like we should talk about people that have been married more recently than me. No, I feel like registry though has up leveled. Like yes, one billion percent. Because 100%. back in the day, it was Target Amazon. and Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, there wasn't Target you when know? I was getting married. Yeah, oh, well, I feel like that was sure new. There was Bed Bath and Beyond, which had just a variety of good options. Yes. Not, anyway, totally. Um, are they around anymore? I don't know. Anyway. Ooh. Bed Bath, Bath and Beyond. Yeah, yeah. They, one they actually just sold for twenty million dollars. Oh, for crazy! Them. And I was like, "That's actually twenty million. So Not very much. sad. <laughs> yeah, so no, sad because two hundred or twenty. Twenty. It was like Venmo for that much. Like, <laughs> I know. Like it, it's not so sad. That's crazy. I know. Google it. I was like, "What happened to this brand? That all that's left of it? This national, massive with stores everywhere." that all it's worth today is 20 million. I don't know if their real estate holdings are gone. I don't know what happened, but anyway, Adam just barely, my husband is kind of the, the actually guy that's always reading <laughs> all these facts and figures. And we actually sat and talked about it for actually, a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we were like, what? I feel like we were talking to Drew about it too. We we're like, what happened to them? That that's what's left. That is insane. So sad. People wanting salad spinners. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I guess not. I anyway, yeah. Every, anyway. Everyone else caught up with the wedding registry and yeah. Yeah. you have Amazon, but then you also have like William Sonoma, you have Crate and Barrel. Oh, like every like that'd great be a place dream. that's reputable. Yes. Right. That has beautiful inventory. Yes. So what would we ask for today? I would ask, I love kitchenwares. So I would mm -hmm. ask for like beautiful plates and like just register for a suite of something, mm -hmm. beautiful glasses. Yes. I would register for, I think, really lovely towels. I was going to say the same White thing. Towels, White towels. White fluffy towels. Yeah. And an extra set of sheets. Than you think. Yes. Because then you can have some backstocked. Mm -hmm. um, also, I feel like it's so frustrating when... Like in my house currently, my different bathrooms have different sets of white towels. I wish they were. You're going to say colored towels. So I was like, oh, no, call them to stop. Stop talking, Jessica. <laughs> just stop talking. Um, no, they're all different white ones, but I've like bought them at different times. And so these ones are Tobby Hilfiger and these ones are, yeah. do you know what I mean? And I just wish that they were all the exact same white bands and then yeah. I could fold them and they could go wherever they need to go. I will say if you are looking for just like an expensive white, just like this, sorry, this is a detour, Aaron. Th yeah. This is going to be your project for when Jane moves out to keep your mind off that. Yes. yes. Thank you. I, yeah. You know what? I needed this mm -hmm. podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Anyway, but just like straight up Costco. Like if I ever just like need a refresh and I just want white towels, go to Costco and you can get like just some fluffy that is white true. towels. That's what we have. And that's like all we have right now. Okay. But was... at least it's nice and they all match and I can okay. pull them and I can put them where they go. I'm going to Costco. Okay, so everyone I did notice that. that the buy guide said her favorite towel is oh, from Target, but if she wants to splurge for the primary suite, Cozy Earth. 
Ooh, has an amazing white bath towel. And that wasn't even sponsored. I no, love I, I love cozy. I do feel like though the hand on their stuff is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I do want to get Close those. Attention. If I were going to put white towels in mm-hmm. the other bathrooms, mm-hmm. maybe it's Target or Costco. Mm-hmm. And then they splurge for the primary. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I would say robes. Like if you have a great robe, <gasps> register for robe. robes for you and your Good, spouse. Good, I love that. Hangers. That's really nice. So you just have all the same Oh, hanger. uniform hangers. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's, it is those practical things like when you first get married because you don't have anything. Well, you know what's nice about okay. hangers too is like it's only $20 for a pack of velvet hangers for 50 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice that it's a low enough cost that if somebody doesn't know you well, they could just spend $20 or if they're obsessed with you, they can buy you all the hangers in your registry. Exactly. Which would be like, you know, hundreds of hangers. Yeah. So I, I think that's really nice. Yeah. I have a question for you. When you go to a wedding, do you look at the registry? Um, I that's hand, honest. to be really honest, you guys, I hand <laughs> all the wedding invitations to Adam and then he'll be like, oh yeah, hey, how much do you want to, you know, and then I'll say an amount and then he goes that on and really he takes great. care of it all. I love that. Yeah. So we just barely looked at it for actually we have an employee mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, buy her all of her towels, which were light blue. Wow. Yeah. Jill. So cute. She's so a we colorful got, girl. Though. She's so cute. And you know, when you're first getting married, you're just like, you're just like living your wildest dreams. So anyway, so we just I bought mean, them all their towels, their hand towels and their bath 40 towels. 40 somethings, you know, yeah. like what would we want today? So Adam Bennett does it and he likes uh, an administrative task and I don't like to sit and do that sort of stuff. Yeah. I would say for, don't you think like in your kitchen utensils, I'm like, I would like register for just like all, all clad. Yes. All, all, all clad. So you don't that. get all the different, like, and like matching spatulas mm-hmm. and matching just like those, again, those things that like people gift you all the stupid random things and you yes. end up with like, a, like chaos when a you gr- open your doors. That's my I kitchen. That's my kitchen. You just described <laughs> chaos. It's chaos. I also though have this thing where I'm like, I try to be so agreeable that I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do all clad. Cause then people think I'm a snot. I should do like affordable stuff. Shut your mouth. I know. Well, that's what I'm just trying to I'm tell Aaron, about performance. Aaron Sullivan, get what you really want <laughs> yeah. and don't worry about it. People will figure out, they'll just put money on it. No, but at least like, man, she has fantastic taste. I'm going to support that. Yeah. Oh, all clad. I'm going to check that out and get me one too. Yeah, right. I so know. get what you really, really what want. Really Aaron. Want. Don't be agreeable. Yep. Yeah. You're getting wedding. Mm-hmm. You're getting, wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting married. There, there we go. Yeah. You're getting married. Congratulations, Aaron. I know. Okay. The next one is, do you have a regular formula for throw pillows on a bed? Like sizes and patterns. Is it better when they match or is it just better if they coordinate? That's from Susan Harris. That's a really good mm-hmm. question, Susan. Yes. I feel like Sue and I will agree on this. So you start Sue and I will ad lib. When we make a bed, be it queen or king, we usually have your sleeping pillow. We'll lay it like as you would sleep on it. So it's laying flat Mm -hmm. and we'll do two sets stacked too high, right? Mm -hmm. One set. One set. Yeah. But two two sets next to each other, right? Two pillows Mm -hmm. and two pillows for the two people that are sleeping there. If it's a twin, you just do one set. Yes. Right. Yeah. So you have those and that kind of builds up this shelf. And so for, it's a really minimal client and like the bedding's all just like very simple. We'll just do those and we'll do just like a long bolster. Mm -hmm. It'll be really easy. We did that in Dallas. Yes. And I feel like you have the big long zebra lumbar and do you have, do you have euros? I do have euros. Okay. Yeah. Cause I like I like euros. So for mm-hmm. if you are a little bit more maximalist or you want more, um, we love euros. And so if you're a king, we usually have three mm-hmm. euros and those are about 26 by 26. And I like all those to match. Me too. So I, and I even like my pillow shams to match. So if like 
your sheet set, your linen sheet set comes with two king size linen pillows. I'll buy an extra set of that same linen pillow. So they're both draping the exact same on mm-hmm. those sleeping pillows. And then you can use those. I think since pregnancy, mm-hmm. I like, I like to use two pillows. Yeah. I think most people do. I, not. I in bed at night watching TV, have two pillows and then I throw one pillow on the floor and sleep on one. Do you sleep with two? Yeah. How do you make those fit? I have fit? one here and I have one like right here. Oh. Like at an angle. Cause yeah. I'm on my side. Cause girl, I just had like two babies like in the last. Yeah. Nothing, you know? Yeah. So, totally. Yeah. Anyway. So That's great. I however, love that. however you sleep, it's still nice. The so wait, two so your three euros and in front of the euro is the lumbar. It's one lumbar. So three. you're no matter what, you're a lumbar. I'm a lumbar. Either add three euros or don't add three yeah, euros. Because I already have formula. three squares. And I so feel I like, like a long low. Yeah. I feel like it's just, it's too many. It's often like 90% of the time, it's too many pillows on yeah. the bed. And I'm going to admit something here right now. That's not very good to say out loud, but today's confessions. Yeah, just man, I know I'm going to look like a real loser. <laughs> I should, definitely shouldn't have a podcast, but I don't make my bed. I just don't. So, um, Adam Bennett, you and me both. Adam Bennett will make his, will make the bed. Um, sometimes, but I'm okay with it not being made. Cause I'm just going to get right back into it. Cause my favorite thing in the world is to get home put on my robe, make dinner, whatever, but get in bed and just watch TV and read or do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the more we talk today, the more OCD I feel. Yeah. Between Cause you like make your airport, bed every day. I love it. Yeah. I love making my bed and I love, but I love I to feel like get I into, can't get, I feel like I can't get in it though. Like oh, I love it. It's like, I it's a Seinfeld love, episode. Like <laughs> talk or no talk. You know? <laughs> I, there's nothing I love more than like a made bed and it just like, and you like, Anyway, you slide your little dolphin nah, legs in I, there and like, I just like oh, it. I, I just it like so it much. open. Dude, they're a yeah. frat house. My gosh. I know, I know. But here's what happens. Adam makes the bed and then he'll sit on top of the bed. If I come in the room and he's like watching something and I'm like, see, I would see, never do that. You can't get in there. On a mm-hmm. bed. It's, yeah. You're inside the it, bed. It's, it feels like gatekeeping. Like you can't get in the bed because we've made the bed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's better if you just kind of keep it fast and loose. You know what I mean? Yep. I, agree. I feel like the bed's made half the time at my house, but I also feel like the bedding is all so beautiful. It's true. It always looks good. Rumpled and undone. It's just romantic and lovely still. It's like a it's like a poem, you know? I just I love how it looks even undone. And if you're gonna have I'm someone excited over, then for the you're day like, hey. yeah. when that is gonna be like that. Cause right now just like if it's left undone, it's just like kids have been there. But also I feel like though your life is chaos and so it's you have true. to control what you can. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? Do you make your bed like my kids just all day? They're just running and just jumping on the bed, and I you, you know what I mean. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, with my nail. Uh-uh. Oh man, we've our dogs been sleeping. We have a great day. I lock my bedroom with my nail. She's this. She needs to control what she can. Yeah. Okay. And I would, if I was you, I would do the exact same thing. I would tidy everything up the best I can so that when my kids are asleep and I go in there, it's a sense of accomplishment because my room is perfect. It's fine. I don't. Yeah. Have to, yeah. Totally. When it's not made. It makes me super. Then I have to kind of make it a little bit before I get in it. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Make it before you get in it. Oh, if it's, it's like not made. Straighten yeah. it. Cause then, yeah. 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 Anyway. That's Interesting. I, <laughs> I, okay. Sorry. Back to pillows on the bed. I feel the same as Suzanne. I like two pillows horizontally laid one on top of the other. Both, by the way, this is going to kill everybody. Suzanne and I both sleep in queen beds with our husbands. Yeah. I was going to ask that. Are we doing three euros king or queen? Doesn't matter. We like, we like three euros, even if it's a queen. Okay. Yeah. And you want to know something else that's going to break everybody. Uh-huh. I love king pillows. So on my queen, uh-huh. cause it goes from side to side and it's like a perfect even stack yes. is two Kings on either side. Cause yeah. the standard. Yeah. Am I tripping? Yeah. You no, that, that makes sense. The stand, and I like, 
I like the length of them and I like the, sh- at the shelf. Yeah. It's like really clean. Even if my euros aren't on, that's a and really so clean generous. Shelf, and then I can still have my zebra up yeah. there, you know? I agree. I love that. I have to sleep with two standard or queen size pillows because Lady Bennett sleeps in the area between the two pillows. Got to lock that with the nails to see. So, <laughs> so that's Lady's little so you tiny and area. And Lady are yes. queen bed. And Lady Still sleeps in between our pillows, her body, and then her head is either on my pillow or Adam's pillow. You should never, ever go to a king because if you ever like or traveling and you're in a queen after you're in it, you're like, what the hell is this? It's like so tight. Well, I don't no, know of how course on it. vacation, it's always a king bed, right? Yeah. I mean, but yeah. like on a day-to-day basis in a king, you, yeah. you can't go back to a queen. It feels like a twin at that point. It's the most I'm sure. crazy thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, give I me do my like space. A king. I do like a king when we yeah, sleep in him. Uh, oh, we've talked, right. I mean, we have talked about it. I love my mattress so much and we can't find this company that we bought the mattress from it's called Queens down oh, man. and century sold them for a while mm-hmm. and they're amazing. They don't sell them they're very expensive. Yeah. And I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get home after I've been on vacation. We were in Dallas for a week. I'm like, I just want my mattress, you know? <laughs> and so we're like, a mattress was like cardboard box. It's <laughs> so bad. Terrible. Anyway, I love my mattress so much, but we've thought about getting a king, you know, and changing things up. Do you own a furniture store? On occasion, like we'll get a new bed that we've designed and I'm like, we should just get the king and we'll get a king mattress. I can't find the mattress. And so it keeps me loyal to my queen. Uh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I know. Anyway. You'll, never, you'll probably never find a mattress you like better than, especially <sighs> day one. Oh, uh, mattresses are terrible. Susan Harris, you had no idea the question you unleashed when you asked us this question, (laughs) but I was just going to say on a queen or a king, I love three euros and then a queen. Yeah. Okay. Do you have two euros? I do. Really? Yeah. I can't believe it. And then king? I like three euros, but they're like, like, well, here's the thing. I have Libico euros, which are actually 25 inch. Okay. They're like, okay. Then you, yeah, for sure. I have three. Yeah. I have the Amity ones that are like at least the 26, like with the flange and yeah. yeah. So three would like overwhelm. Yeah. And I don't like to karate chop the pillow anymore. It makes these aggressive bunny ears and then the bed doesn't look restful. And it's like climbing into jaws. (laughs) Totally. Yes. (laughs) And the karate chop is done for. So I'm glad we're talking about this. Please don't karate chop your pillows. And make the aggressive bunny ear. You really want to give this a more relaxed appeal that makes you feel like you could just go lay down on it and you don't have all these aggressive triangles coming up. So you want to just really relax those pillows. I do love the the lumbar. I love one deck pillow in front of the Euro. That's has to be really special though. And it probably shouldn't match. It should be something that's unique. Um, so, and it can be white, maybe tying your sheets. I have kind of an oatmeal color coverlet, and white sheets. So I have a white deck pillow that has some rabbit fur on it and, you know, some really beautiful long ties that we got in Belgium and it's very, very pretty. So it's a good place for it. it. But for the most part, it's like an undone bed and euros are in the mix to keep me propped up when I watch TV and all the materials are just really, really pretty. So yeah, that was a fun conversation. That was. Thanks, Susan Harris. Well, I guess that's it for today. (laughs) 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 That's That's hilarious. Sorry, keep going, Corey. Uh, The next one is also from Kelly Wobbler. Thank you, Kelly. Uh, She asked for an old home with a closed up fireplace in a kid's bedroom. Any brilliant suggestions? Mm. Good question pausing yeah We're pausing okay so you have a closed up fireplace this is one i'd like probably want a picture yeah of. i think that this one's a little bit harder to address are you guys I envisioning like it's a like 
you know, you have the entrance to the fireplace or the mantle or whatever. I'm picturing it, is, it being bricked up. Yeah. up. I'm picturing like a bricked fireplace with like kind of a chimney that goes up too. I kind of, in my mind, Maybe. I'm treating it like a radiator in my, in okay. my, in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I would, I, and again, being, I'm a, t- like, let's paint everything in a tonal of something. And so whatever I'm doing on my walls, depending on what the material is on your fireplace, if you are a brick, I'd probably take it just like paint it the color of the wall and just have it feel like a relief and throw a painting up there. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have my kid graffiti over the board. I don't know. Like this is the harder one. Yeah. I probably would just like, if you're a white room, I'd probably paint it light. If you're a green room, I'd probably paint it green and just kind of help it mm-hmm. to just feel more, more like a relief like of the wall and architecture versus like monolithic. Yeah. Instead of trying to make it a fireplace. Yeah. Versus trying to like make it stand out and be like, well, that's a, Mm -hmm. that's a big fat liar in the middle of the room, you know? Yeah. So I think just trying to make it feel sculptural. Yeah. Architectural feature. Yeah. I agree. I like that. The next question uh, is from Caroline B. She asks, what are your favorite fabrics to use on indoor sofas that can withstand pets? I was thinking an outdoor fabric. Kelly Worsley mentioned doing this on some podcast I heard, but I didn't know if y'all had any good recommendations for fabric brands, what to look for and so on. Would love some insight on this as I love my light colored couches and dogs, but I hate a dirty looking couch. Yeah, this is a really good question. I feel like even if you do outdoor fabric, it's still going to be dirty. It'll be scrubbable, but it will still be dirty. I think one thing you're going to want to avoid is a pile like a velvet because then you've created dog hair Velcro and then the dog hair can just stay on it and it's really hard to get it to let go. So I would go with a woven fabric. You can find so many kid proof, pet proof fabrics um, from outdoor fabrics to um, fabrics that have been submerged in Krypton. Mm -hmm. Um, They're called kid proof or what are all the brands Krypton, obviously some umbrella out. There's some umbrella. There's yeah, just, there's a lot, there's so many different ones and every brand I feel like has their own brand of they, performance fabric. They now. do. Yeah. And, and so whatever, wherever you're shopping for your sofa will likely have some type of performance fabric, mm-hmm. but yeah, I totally agree. You stay woven and you're probably going to want to do something kind of salt and peppered. You know, when I say that, mm-hmm. I mean something with variation or ecru or yeah. something that will kind of disguise some of that. And you're just going to want to regularly vacuum. And um, by vacuum, I mean suction, not beater brush. Yeah. So just regularly vacuum that because it's still going to take maintenance if you have a pet that sheds. Yeah. And if you regularly are vacuuming it, then you're going to stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. If it gets to the point where it's soiled, then even if it's indoor or outdoor, you still got to sit and scrub it. Yeah. Um, I will say I had a natural linen sofa for like a decade and we just un- would unzip our cushions, wash them on cold and then just line dry them and pull them back on. And I honestly liked that process better than the inside out, the, all these scrubbable fabrics. Cause I don't know, it just, I like living with a natural fiber and you don't have the chemicals. I think Sunbrella is like in the middle of some sort of lawsuit or something yeah. right now because of chemicals. Like and if you have an animal, you also don't want chemicals for that. So you'll want to read up on it, but I would go with something that's um, honestly like washable say, and wash it regularly. It was like a cotton, but it was kind of the same as you're talking yeah. about the linen, which is like a nubbier, chubbier weave. And it was just like really solid, washed up great. Uh-huh. And I'm living with like this polyester one from Bernard. my frog. Yeah. And it's kind of that diagonal, a little bit salt and pepper. Yeah. It looks but, amazing. But I take, I do the same thing. I take those things off and I have kids and they're spilling bottles and that thing like washes up like a charm. Yeah. So. Pleading code W. 
There's standard w. cleaning codes yeah. for, for fabrics. W, yeah. throw them in the wash. It's washable. Yeah. yeah. So you can, um, yeah. yeah. I think you want to, you yeah. want to avoid spot clean. Yeah. Do not dry. Yeah. Um, wash only. And, and then kind of stretch them over the cushion while I think while barely damp. Yeah. yeah. Really damp. Yep. So, yeah. We do that like twice a year. It's actually time for it currently. So, yeah. um, and what's how, yours? What's your fabric? Ours your is just like a thin pile, like velvet from Mitchell gold. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we throw them in the wash. It's like brand new sofa. Yeah. So, so fun. It's really it's gratifying. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, that helps Caroline. Yes. Uh, the next question asks, my husband and I are planning to renovate our 1915 Dutch colonial. Cute. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's a small, charming house that we are quickly outgrowing with three kids. We're hoping to renovate the kitchen and add a living room, mudroom and primary on the first floor. The house currently has the original wood floors with two inch strips of an orangish stain throughout we're not planning to touch the stairs, which has a newish runner or the upstairs during the renovation. Do I refinish the floors on the first floor, but keep the orange upstairs or should I focus on keeping the entire home feeling cohesive? Any tips to downplay the orangish hues? If you're not going to, I would say just because I would want them to wear the same. You know, if you're only renovating the downstairs now and you're going to do, and just interrupt me if you feel differently mm-hmm. and you're going to do maybe the upstairs and the stairs later, I think I would wait to do them all at the same time and just try and like downplay it with my floor coverings, with my rugs and things. Cause if you refinish that old floor now mm-hmm. and you try and like, and like, who knows what happens once you stain, if it's from 1915, mm-hmm. is it a pine? Is it, you know, like who knows what that is? Mm-hmm. And if you refinish that now to something, how will that? Yeah. Where, and then like having, to, like once you're going to sand floor, just like sand it all at the same time. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And you don't want them to feel so disconnected that yeah. that just like hurts your eyes every time. And I, I would rather live with like that warm tone coming off mm-hmm. and this Trish trying to like make up for it with like neutral colored rugs. Yeah. And you know, my wall color and things Ideally, like that. Ideally, I mean, it would be ideal to do it all before you move in because once you move in, Sandy. you have to move everything somewhere. So you might have to put the furniture outside while you do the main floor and then the downstairs, maybe like I'll live upstairs while we do that. So it's, it's harder. It compounds the problem for sure. But I agree doing it all at the same time. So the wear and the finish is the same. Also you get in a different mood when you wait a few years to do something. Cause then you're like, I'm in a mood to do something different, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then yeah. the upstairs is a different thing anyway, I- even though it's not orange, it's going to be like Frankenstein of a patchwork, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Be careful with that. Totally. I agree. I agree with your assessment. Lucky though. I'm so excited for your Dutch colonial. Oh, me too. It was so pretty. And I love the matchstick, the two inch. um, Yeah. The matchstick floors. It's so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My brother, um, Jake, he's a developer and builder and he's about to put two inch matchstick into a project. And actually, I don't know if you guys know the brand Doen, Shop Doen. It's a clothing brand for women. It's really cute. Their showrooms, um, their stores, I should say, are all two inch matchstick. And it's so cute. My so cute. Has her two inch match six from her 1911. Oh, it's good. Really yeah. I'm excited for you. Um, Colleen. So pretty. The next question is, can you talk about a time when you had to upcycle or incorporate a client's old items into a new design? Maybe when you curated some family tchotchkes or collected art that you normally wouldn't have chosen. And that's from drew. I cannot just out, just out. Yes. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh, so I feel like we do this on almost every project. Yeah. And, right? You know, and actually I, I love the, the projects. I think most when they do have stuff that they're bringing in from a past life. Yeah. I think, you know, we'll, we'll put our filter on it and say, okay, this is good. I think we should display this here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when we did Rachel Parcell's living room, when Drew pulled out all those things um, for just like, he's, he's had, uh, you mean at her of, office, Is it her, her library. Her library. library. Yes. Oh, sorry. You said living room. So sorry. Um, yeah. The living room anyway, from his travels and yeah, I can't remember where, where he lived for, he served a mission and he, anyway, but I tell you what, styling and cool stuff, just the neatest stuff. And that like gave that room so much of a massive depth and life and stories and which you would want in the library. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I love that. We're working with a client right now and there she's lived a very full life. I think Jess and I both have a crush on her mm-hmm. and it's, she has, she's collected. She has like beautiful, like old school Baker furniture, old school McGuire furniture, old, you know, just like things she's collected along the way. And so if it's, I don't know, it's quite an honor to like take that kind of pedigree, that catalog that we've created of her existing stuff and find where it will live again and like it'll remind her. And, and it's so nice because we're showing her new stuff. And she's mm-hmm. like, my gosh, has furniture gone up in price? I'm like, good thing you have such cool stuff yeah. that we can use. And yeah. then just kind of like breathe new life into it with, with your art and with, mm-hmm. and she has an awesome art collection. Like we've tried to select art for her, but mm-hmm. like her, having her own art in the house is so much more interesting. Definitely. Honestly, than anything I could select for her. Yes. So I, I love agree. it when when people do come to us with a collection. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had something that you, if it was your choice, you wouldn't put it in, but they like insist on it. And then what do you do? Like, do you just like find I a cool way to display it? I was it? just going to say, yeah, we have one client that in their primary suite, she's collected Yadros, which is this really beautiful, uh, what do you call it? It's like, like a porcelain, like a por- ceramic. Porcelain. And ceramic. Yes. And they're really, they're and it's really usually pretty. a woman and they're meaningful and they have great stories, but um, she just has them all displayed on a brass shelf with glass. So it's beautiful, but it's just a really delicate situation because you can't really, you know, there's not like books or other together. content. And so, yeah, it's just a very breakable shelf of, of figurines, you know, which mm-hmm. um, I do feel like growing up, there were times when figurines were in fashion. I remember collecting precious moments dolls as a girl you know, or being gifted them and feeling like, oh my gosh, this is so special. Should I keep it in the box? Right. And so Yadros kind of live there for me, but I'm, I know each one of them is like the birth of a daughter, or this is a gift from these occasions. And they kind of mark different milestones of her life and they're meaningful to her. And a sense of home should always be really meaningful. And she keeps hers in her primary suite. So I think she gets to see those coming and going every day and be reminded of them. And we would never take that away from a client, you know, these really meaningful um, yeah. things that they, they cheap. Oh my gosh. By any means, no, you know, huh? like it's, it's definitely a collector's. Yeah, for sure. Outfit, but anyway, but is it something that like we're selecting in and putting in? No, that's something that they're, you know, and you can, you don't break them up and put them on separate end tables, you know, like mm-hmm. you keep them in one thing. So yeah, I so agree. Have to be very specific. Mm-hmm. I would almost like prefer them in a built-in. Yes. You know, so it feels like a little bit more tucked away, integrated. So it's not totally floating and feels more, less vulnerable. Yeah. It does yeah. feel vulnerable. I agree. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. The last question for today. And it's from Kelly Wobbler again. Thank you. Girl. Right. Uh, she asked, how do you know when to use small art? So how and when? 
I'd say in a small space is when you use small art. Um, It's really good. Um, Or even like in a four poster bed, you can put a small piece above the headboard because it's like framed already Mm. within. It's like a frame within a frame, just like the four posters, like a room within a room. So I think it's kind of like rushing nesting dolls a little bit. And you can put a little tiny piece of art there. But small spaces, like I would say a floating shelf in a kitchen or on a range hood or Mm. in a small like you can tuck it in obviously with a gallery in a powder bath in a small area above the toilet. We always want like a little tiny something right there. Yeah, I feel like in like most bedrooms, there's usually like a wall where you have two doors, like a door into a bathroom or a closet and a door entering in. And there's always like this mini- miniature wall there. That's only like 24 to 36 inches wide between your casings. And that's a good place to like stack smaller art. I think if you're, if you're really good at curating and you're good at that kind of, we talked about Spanish colonial architecture and just like this massive, like these plaster walls. If you're good at the game of styling and you have a really like, I don't know, a really special piece, you know, and you frame it really dope and you want to just like give complete focus to that. I think that's also, I I think if you know how to do it, you can have the one little piece and purposely have white space around it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, that does. But I think it takes a certain kind of architecture and it takes a certain kind of collector to be able to pull that off. Yeah, I so totally agree. Otherwise you're looking for small, for small scaled place, places to put your small scaled arts. Yeah, totally agree. You guys, thank you so much for sending in these questions. Feel free to keep sending them in to um, dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. And we will answer your questions here. I'm so glad that you guys are loving um, these things. Also, we wanted to let you know that we have a Dear Alice live event coming. And by live, we don't mean Instagram live. No. We mean we're going to have an event. In the flesh. In person. In person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait. Tell them what to expect, Sue. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so fun. There's all these, all these topics that we want to show you how to do it, how to style. It's really, I mean, we do our very best with our words to tell you, talk to you about styling and space planning and, you know, just entertaining. And I, by, we just wanted to bring you in and we want to have a night um, with, with whoever wants to be there, honestly, with just friends, it feels like, and show you some of these things. We're going to be talking about the art of space planning. We're going to be talking about styling. We're going to be talking kind of the, the overall arching umbrella of this is the art of gathering. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have it in October. I believe it's October 6th. Yes. And uh, anyway, it's going to be a live event here at our store in Draper. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a really magical night. We've never done this before. And um, we have a lot of goodies for you in a swag bag and some of our favorite things. I think that's kind of like, it's like our version of Oprah's favorite things. Definitely. <laughs> that we're trying to compile. Yes. I think it's going to sell out fast. So stay tuned for um, more information. Follow us on Instagram. If you aren't already, we're going to be um, kind of letting the cat out of the bag on all of this. So follow us on Alice Lane Home and Alice Lane Interiors. We're going to have, um, we'll tell you when the tickets go on sale so you guys can pluck them up. We're only going to do about 60 seats so we can't wait to meet you i feel like it's is our one of the version of master class guys yes that's what this is yes we can't grab wait your to have girlfriends you there. grab your fella friends whoever's interested 
and come hang out with us. We'd love to meet you. Definitely. So oh, fun. there's going to be like Q and A afterwards oh, yeah. too. Q&A. So yeah, yep. yeah. We can answer live questions, and Sue can sketch and show you, or we can show you in the store what we mean. But I think visually, you're going to really connect with the information that we're giving because we're going to be able to show you with our hands oh, and our bodies and our faces and everything else. You could only see our hands during the recording of this podcast. Like, <laughs> yes, <get ready. laughs> definitely. So good. And um, for those of you that um, have a project that you need help on, we have a really great team for home furnishings design. And they are a team of designers that work for $0 at Alice Lane Home. And they can put together the space planning in your room, help you with furnishings from all of our Rolodex of offerings. And they're on standby. Again, it's a free service. It's amazing. Everybody's loving it so far. And if you want to get your spaces ready in time for holidays and whatnot, um, make sure and check out the home furnishings design on our website and fill out that form and we can get started on that for you. So I think that's everything that we wanted to make sure and tell you today. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. You guys have a great day. Thank you again for listening and we'll catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 